Hey, oh, Heinz, what are you up to today, man? Uh, living the dream, living the dream as always, trying my best to uh, just make the world a better place. Yeah, How about you? yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm, well, you know, mostly the same. Apologize, we're off our schedule by the tiniest bit. I came down with good old uh, COVID 19 last week, and so I was out for about, oh, about a week or so there. So just getting back to it. So I sound a little, I sound a little nasally today, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm doing okay. Uh, I've just found that I'm, I'm getting mostly better, but the worst part is like, I just feel sweaty all the time. So yeah, I I don't know if that's just like a little nice COVID after effect or the fact that summer's finally arrived in Portland, Oregon, and it's, you know, in the eighties and nineties, but I just nonstop sweat the last week and it's awful. I I feel so gross all the time. I thought everyone would like to know that. <laughs> I was just going to say that just conjures up images of like, I don't know, like sweaty, greasy people that like work like, uh, I don't know. I always think of like at a restaurant fryer or something like that, you know, yeah. where they're just always covered in grease. And it's like, yeah, that is truly a dirty job. That yeah. is truly so. I had the image in my head was uh, the movie Billy Madison, the revolting blob. Uh, mm-hmm. And one of my our friends, or one of our mutual friends, texted us when I was in the heart of COVID, and he said, "How are you doing?" And I'm, I was like, I'm a little tired, a little sweaty, kind of hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just felt like the revolting blob. So, well, hopefully, you get through it. Sounds yeah, like you're I'll, on the I'm, I'll be fine. Well, I mean, should we kind of continue the uh, service? podcast so to speak yeah. where we uh we kind of show like uh how we can uh help improve things somehow some way yeah i like that idea let's keep rolling with it okay okay should this week be more of like a, a dream week because we're kind of building on the uh buy it sell it buy it fix it theme yeah. that we started should this be more of like a dream so we're not going to necessarily fix it but we're just gonna have fun doing it yeah it's like a dream scenario like if you had just if you had so much money that you're kind of like what's that guy from oh that old cartoon uncle uncle mcscrooge mcduck mcscrooge where he could like go swim around in his vat of gold and cash these are scenarios like if we had a a boatload of money that we could swim around and and blow our nose with hundred dollar bills these are silly things that we would do with it so yeah um, yeah sounds fun all right cool well let's hit that music and we'll be back in just a minute to talk about dream scenarios buying and selling uh here we go for the music and today we are doing buy and sell part two of the series heinz take it away what do you want to buy with all of your money well the first thing i would buy uh because you always have to think about what's like relaxing to you or how do you like to kind of spend your vacations you know because vacation sure. really it's a limited resource you only get like a week or two every year so what would you do if you had 52 weeks well i would buy a resort 
Now it could be a lake resort. It could be a resort like in the Caribbean or over in Europe or whatever, but I would buy a resort and uh, it'd be just cool because you're basically always on vacation. So you can go and like literally work and manage your resort and basically be on vacation the whole time. And you get to meet new people every time uh, someone checks in. There's always something new happening, always something fresh. So I was like, hey, if I had a gazillion dollars, I would buy some type of vacation resort. Could be in the mountains too. You never know. I could learn to ski. It'd be fun. Right. Yeah. I'd like to walk around like a tropical island type destination with my like a fat guy, Tommy Bahama shirt on. Mm-hmm. And then just periodically go take a dip in the ocean. Yeah. 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 That's, that's the exact image I kind of have in my head is you're, you're there wearing like one of those cool Hawaiian shirts uh-huh. walking around and people have no idea who you are, except like you own the place. So right. when you're like sitting on the beach or something like that, and someone like comes up and they're like, yeah, can we, uh, can we have this chair? Do you mind? And you're like, well, you can't have it. I mean, I own it, but you can definitely <laughs> sit in it and people would be like, Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. So, and then they'd be really nice to you because they're like trying to get free stuff. Yeah. And you'd give it to them because yeah. you're, you're a multimillionaire, whatever billionaire. Right. Yeah. yeah. Why and, not? and money, money can buy friends. <laughs> <laughs> it truly can. It truly can. Not necessarily good friends, but friends. Yes. Yep. Yep. Indeed. How about you? What do you got? Uh, my number one is I'd love to own like a little vintage guitar shop. <laughs> yeah. I just sit all day and like, I just have a magazine or I, I have people who are buyers going out to the guitar shows and stuff, finding all these cool vintage guitars. And then they bring them back to my store to sell. And then I just get to sit there and play them and, uh, pick and choose which ones I want to put in my own arsenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just can a guitar I, can shop. I, can I suggest a name for your guitar Ooh, yeah. shop? Please do. Guitar pickers. It's got a double meaning behind it. Like the uh-huh. TV show American Pickers. You're going yeah. out, you're finding cool, vintage, probably valuable. I don't know. Good story behind it. Guitars and guitars. You pick them, right? Right. right. Yeah, Strum exactly. Them, pick them. There's a guitar shop in Denver where I used to live. I think it was called the Pickin' Parlor. <laughs> that would work too. That one would work yeah. too. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, One that I would have kind of building on, I don't know, I was kind of thinking about this with this episode is like, as a kid, you just are having so much fun and you don't really think about a lot of things. Like if you got two hours to just do whatever, you literally do whatever. You don't worry about, you know, all the other things that adults have to worry about. So one thing I would buy is a video game arcade. Now they've changed quite a bit since I was a kid. They're more like now like immersive, like you get involved in things, screens are bigger and stuff like that. But it would just be cool to buy an arcade, basically have all the, I don't even know if they use tokens anymore, but all the tokens you could ever want and just basically kid out for like an entire day or whatever you wanted playing all the different video games. So I'd buy an arcade. Okay, nice. My next one is like almost identical to that. It's very, very similar. As a kid, my dream job was to be a, a tester of video games, like work for a, a big video game company and just be paid to sit there and play video games and say whether or not they're good. And so I would buy like a tech-based company that does video games. And then I would just show up as the big owner boss dude and just sit there on a couch and test all the video games that everyone's making. <laughs> like, Jake, I yeah. got another one for you. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah. Give it a spin. Give it a spin. Would you have been back in the day when Nintendo actually had a one nine hundred number you could call in to get cheat codes and stuff like that, or figure out how to get through like a bad, tough spot in a game. Would that have been an ideal job for you as an 18 year old Jake? No, 
I, <laughs> I don't, I hate talking on the phone. <laughs> Good reason, I guess. Good reason. But you wouldn't want all the free video games and getting to play them and knowing all the cheat codes ahead of time. Oh yeah. If I was like 18 year, years old and had no money, man, yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty sweet. That'd be something that I could wrap my brain around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of building on the childhood fantasy side of things, so to speak. Um, one thing I would own and like to be able to run is a movie theater. Ooh, and, okay. You know, basically you could have the concessions you wanted, obviously the movies and entertainment, like you would always have the prime stuff going, so to speak. So you could literally have the entire theater to yourself if you wanted, or you could be there for all the excitement of opening night packed, can yeah. enjoy all that. So I think it'd be fun to have that. It'd be kind of like living out a little bit of a childhood fantasy of, of controlling the theater and being able to see all the cool new movies that come out and catching them, you know, right on the new release day, so to speak. Yeah. So you'd want like, kind of like more the modern day blockbuster type movie theater, or would you want to incorporate like, you know, vintage and indie films and stuff like that? The whole thing. I think the, the whole, whole thing shebang? would be cool to have. Nice. And it'd be even awesome. cool to have the, you know, nowadays everything is really, really techy and really, really nice, you know, with the sound and everything. Yeah. But I think it'd be cool to have like one or two of the theaters have the sticky floor and the broken seats of uh, kind of vintage, you know, 10 years ago, so to speak, and yeah. uh, have that just to kind of relive that. Cause that made it <laughs> kind of fun going to the movies that like, right, right. right. this is a dirty, dingy place, but this is the only place I can come to watch. Yeah. You know, whatever the big blockbuster is floors with Skittles smashed permanently into the cement and then oh. seat, seats that are all tattered and kind of like lean back on one side, but not the other side. So you're you kind oh, of yeah. sit wonky. And then the sound system's kind of crappy and every so yep. often the the screen flickers in and out yeah that's big, a good experience <laughs> a big comforting feature of a theater is actually having a cup holder which also served as the for the previous guest their footrest yeah oh, it's yeah. stuff like that that's always yeah that's kind of fun makes you go back to the days of uh yeah things weren't necessarily as nice as they are now yep all right my next one, when I was a little kid, I often thought I wanted to have my own restaurant, like a, an old diner. I'm going to call it Jake's Diner. And our, Creative. Our, our signature dish is a very lowbrow eating place. I used to make something when I was a kid that I thought was brilliant that like, oh, this would be perfect in a restaurant. People eat this up like crazy. And now as an adult, I'm like, oh, that's kind of disgusting. So it's just two slices of bread and you put spaghetti on top of it and whatever spaghetti toppings you want, red sauce, white sauce, blah, blah, blah. There's all sorts of rice and we call it a spaghetti sandwich. So it's carbs stuffed with carbs and cheese. And that would be the signature dish at Jake's Diner. <laughs> yeah, that sounds interesting. And I like how you described it just like a middle-aged person would carbs with carbs with carbs. And you didn't include fat though. You got to say there's some fat in there somehow, some way, because that's, that's how we talk now. When you're, when you're middle-aged, it's ugh, carbs, ugh, carbs. <laughs> All I can have is fruit and vegetables, but that oh, actually sounds pretty good, Jake. You got to add some sugar too. You have to wash it down with a big, like 24 ounce of cherry limeade. <laughs> oh, the best, the absolute best, or maybe a sun kissed. Uh, yeah. So much sugar in it. Oh, yeah. Or maybe yeah. we could bring back orange slice soda, which I haven't had oh. in 25 years. That was my favorite as a kid. Oh, <laughs> my God. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of, I'd have to build on, on your restaurant. Cause I have that as something too. And I was thinking it, any restaurant would be fun to own and not have to actually work at or manage, but just to own. And I thought being like a fine dining place, I don't go to a lot of fine dining places, but owning something like that and just showing up and being like, yeah, I'll have the lobster and knowing you don't have to pay for it yeah. or <laughs> going somewhere and being like, no, I'll have the most expensive cut of meat or whatever it is. And just knowing that you can do that. So that, that would be kind of, kind of fun to do that. And, uh, be, I think they call it a big timer. And when you go to a restaurant, you just start out like you own the place, a baller. Yeah. I think that would be kind of a, a fun thing to do. And I would probably not call it Josh's, you know, restaurant. I'd probably come up with some like stupid name, like right, catch right. of the day or something. But <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to steal, this is a line from the Simpsons, but you know, as a baller at a big restaurant, you could just walk in and ask the staff, you know, I would like the best thing on the menu stuffed with the second best. And they'd be like, right away, sir, lobster stuffed with tacos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be the best to just own like a really good taco restaurant? A taquerita, I believe is what they call it. And, uh, yeah. Wouldn't that just be the best? And you could just walk in there at any time and be like, I want a burrito stuffed with like <laughs> with shrimp lobster, just naming off a bunch of things. And then you can name it. We're going to call it the Heinz and just being like, yeah, I just created my own burrito. Yeah. Uh, I, there was a pizza restaurant that I went to in Denver all the time. And they, every month would do a little contest for people to write down on a sheet of paper, their, their favorite toppings and like design your own pizza. And then they would take that pizza. They would pick the best one. And they would actually put it on their real menu for a month. Mm -hmm. And my pizza got picked one time. And so my name, my, my pizza was on their menu and it was called the pizza inspired by Jake. It was called the Arta Jake because it had like artichokes oh. and like fennel sausage and like green onions or something like that. I don't, I don't remember choices. what it was, but I, I was really excited. And then they gave me a copy of the menu and I, I kept it for years and years. And like, I like uh, it. yeah, that was my, my 15 minutes of fame in the restaurant industry. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> my next one is, this is my last silly one. And then I have a couple more serious ones. I, I've talked about it ad nauseum on the show that I love soccer. I would love to own a soccer team. Kind of like how, I don't know if you all have heard about um, Ryan Reynolds and then Rob McElhaney from the show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They partnered up and bought a, uh, a soccer club in Wales called Wrexham FC or AFC or something like that. Uh, and they're kind of like a really low tier system or in a lower, lower bracket of the English football system. You know, they've got, they're pumping all this money into it and they're trying to build it up into like kind of a premier football club in the UK. And uh, if I had so much money, that is absolutely one of the things I would do is buy a soccer club. Oh, and then I could just fly over to london or wherever in england wherever whenever i want and just show up and sit in the owner's box and cheer my brains out it would be great <laughs> i had that on, on my list too owning a pro sports team yep I, and i'd i'd like to do i don't want to be like jerry jones but i think it'd be fun to do like jerry jones does where you try to figure out how to win every game and you're kind of involved in a little bit of everything just just to, you know, cause that's a lot of reasons why people play like sports video games. Cause they uh -huh. like to think they own the team or they're right. the general manager. And I think it'd just be fun to be like, do that in real life and yeah, uh, for sure. kind of see how it works out and, you know, get some of the perks of being the guy that gets to sit up in the suite, you know, acting like, you know what you're talking about or down on the sidelines doing different things like that. I think it'd be 
super cool to kind of live out that childhood fantasy, so to speak, and uh, get to do that. Hire and fire coaches. Yeah, it'd, yeah. Be, it'd be fun. Yeah. Um, one other one I got kind of along the sports theme is owning my own golf course. And I'm not a big golfer, but I just think it'd be cool to own my like own large play box so to speak. You know, you got the sand, you can screw around the sand, do different things. You can make entire holes, like no grass. It's all sand. You could just do water (laughs) everywhere. It's kind of like you could do your own like Mario, you know, thing where you get to create Mario and all that kind of stuff, the different levels and worlds. You could do that at a golf course and make it super challenging. And you could have mini putt-putt in there too, Mm -hmm. if you wanted. It's really like literally your own big play box or sandbox you can have if you own your own golf course. So that would be and, fun. And you can like just sit at one hole and try to get hole in ones all day. If right, you want, right. Because no one can kick you off. I always thought it'd be really fun to design my own golf course because I always wanted to make a hole where the green was on an island. I know there is one that's like almost an island. I forgot. I think it's like TPC sawgrass or something like that. But a, a green that is purely an island where you have to get on a boat boat. to get to the green that would be so sick (laughs) if you owned your own golf course you could definitely do it yeah it'd be cool it'd be even better if there was no boat and you had to figure out a way to get to the green you know whether that was (laughs) swimming or whatever and then when you got there like you had to use the putter that was there so you couldn't bring anything with you it'd be make it make it creative there's a lot of things we could do with that you could put signs up outside the water that says there may or may not be alligators in the water (laughs) yeah yeah and and you could just do different things like that so see if you own your own golf course it it the uh your imagination is like endless mm-hmm. of the things you can come up with. Okay. I'll go to my last two, which are a little bit more serious. And w- the first one I'm actually kind of doing already. This one is I'd like to own like an educational institution. I mean, I own my own business. It is a music teaching business, but it's just me in a 150 square foot room teaching guitar lessons. <laughs> but I'd like to own something much bigger um, and have it be affordable education because the, 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 the amount that it costs people to go to college these days is just astronomical. And I'd like to have like quality education at an affordable rate, not intensely strict or like super hard to get into either. So like provide education for those who may have not gotten it otherwise. So Mm -hmm. yeah, Mm -hmm. no, that's good. That's good. Um, my second to last one I have is own a fleet of jets. Uh, it'd be cool <laughs> to go visit places just on a whim, just like, Hey, all right, we got to go, go out to the airport, take off and, uh, never having to drive long distances, you know, time-wise get that cut back, get, get a lot of, get a lot of time back in your life. Cause yeah. now you can go wherever in a lot shorter amount of time. So I think that'd be cool. Be cool to be able to do that. And, uh, be cool to get all the, uh, bags of peanuts and, uh, glasses of, uh, Diet Coke and ginger ale. Yeah. Um, ginger ale. Your, ginger ale is a staple on an airplane. You have to get that on an airplane. You absolutely have to. So <laughs> yeah, you'd have your own fleet and you could do that. Okay. My last one is, it's kind of on the theme of our podcast is like, we like to give back to the community. Uh, I would like to start an organization that promotes the health and wellness of people who are underserved. You know, just, I don't know what exactly it would be, but you know, just pump tons of money into helping people. So Mm -hmm. yeah, rock and roll, man. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, my last one, uh, I'd like to own like a massive gigantic retailer, like Walmart or target or Kroger, uh, just experience what it's like to be, you know, one of those families that can donate money 
all over the place. Um, like if they decide they want to give workers a 20% raise throughout the store, all the stores, it like improves the economic condition of like cities all over the place. So I think it'd be cool. Be cool to be able to do that and be able to like have that much reach with people. So yeah, yeah. very good. All right. We had some really good ones on this list today. That was really fun. I enjoyed I that. I thought some of them were good. all right well we're gonna get out of here hope you all enjoyed buy and sell part two we'll be back next week with something fun new and exciting until then have a safe happy week and we will check you all next time later bye